0: Carlo Bruceord with a ready reason for Catholic answers. Catholic.com. KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.
1: Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Yes, indeed. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith. A very happy and blessed Father's Day to all dads listening today. I don't think it's any coincidence that Father's Day and the Feast of Corpus Christi are on the same weekend this year, especially as we begin this beautiful Eucharistic revival this year, and just so much that we have to be grateful for for dads who bring their families to church, who bring their families to to the knowledge of who we receive in the Eucharist. And uh, I'm gonna have a couple of special gifts throughout the program today. Um, when you hear the announcement for the 10 callers or emailers um, to have a free ebook, you're gonna hear more about that in the program, but in a very special way, make sure that you call in for your dad when you hear that announcement. And I have to share with you as I begin today, it was quite a few years ago now, I had gone through lung cancer, as many of you listeners know, and the day that I ended up going into the hospital where they took out the entire upper lobe of my right lung um, was on Holy Thursday. And the doctors told me that They really didn't know what kind of capacity I would have to sing if I would be singing after this type of uh, surgery. Breathing, no problem. Singing, very different. And it was on the Feast of Corpus Christi, not six months or a year like they had anticipated it could take, but just those precious weeks that had gone by from Holy Thursday to Corpus Christi. And to have not only a full voice restored, but just the strength and the ability to go right back to doing the ministry was phenomenal. And so Corpus Christi was just that incredible day of blessing in my life of the reminder that the healing presence that we have of Christ in the Eucharist is so amazing. And the other thing that we begin this weekend across our country is the beginning of the three-year Eucharistic revival. How magnificent that we have this time beginning now and for the next three years to go deeper than ever before in this beautiful truth of who we receive in the Eucharist. And I know back in February, I told you about the new book, Savior and Sustenance. Well, what a joy to report that it's one of the tools that is going to be used right here in my own home diocese. And I invite you to go on that website, WeSingOurFaith.org, click on the link for Savior and Sustenance, um, because this book truly is a tool, as we go through this time of Eucharistic revival, to have a better Understanding and a new way of looking at how do we embrace Jesus in the Eucharist? How do we share the truth of who He is? And, uh, and this book, Savior and Sustenance, is such a great tool to help you do that. So I want to go to the first song of today's episode, and it is the beautiful song, Mandukate. And yes, I'm going to be sharing mostly my music today. Um, it just shares my heart as a woman of the Catholic faith and so in love with Jesus in the Eucharist. And so we're going to begin with Manducate, which is the Latin word for manger, which literally translates, take and eat.
0: Manducate, Jesus, fill me. Manducate. Come receive, mandukate, life eternal. Take and eat the living bread. In Bethlehem the house of bread was born. (music) i i <music> your eyes in slumber not by chance but you Cut it. Take and eat the living bread Manduka te.
1: Manduka te. From the time he was an infant and ordained that he would be laid in the manger He's been inviting us to this Eucharistic embrace. That the Lamb of God, He who came to be that final Lamb of of sacrifice for us, that He would literally die on the cross for us, to be that Lamb of salvation. But before going down that road of Calvary, celebrated that powerful Passover meal with his apostles, his disciples, where he literally instituted the Eucharist in that first Mass, which we have to this day. And to be able to have this powerful embrace of Christ in the Eucharist, it is not what we receive, but who we receive, that we literally come forward and receive into our being body, blood, soul, and divinity of the living God, Jesus Christ, who came to be that Lamb of Sacrifice, who was born in Bethlehem, which translates the house of bread, and was laid in that manger, Mandukate, take and eat. It's no coincidence. But how do we embrace this? How do we come to accept this truth and one of the other songs that I've written a few years ago, as I stood on the rim of the Grand Canyon, looking at the majesty of God's creation and asking myself that very question, you know, God, you are so in, immense, you are omnipotent, you are, you are bigger than anything we could possibly imagine. So how could we ever receive all of you in one place? And he spoke those words into my heart that day. Julie, in the Eucharist, in what looks like that little tiny host, what looks as that small piece of bread that we receive is fully God, 100%, not not, inside the bread, but that that bread becomes body, blood, soul, and divinity, the living God who chooses to come and be with us And so I want to share with you the song that I sat and wrote that morning, Can My Heart Conceive, Can My Heart Conceive that this is God who I am receiving in the beauty of this Eucharistic embrace. Let's take a few moments. we? How gifted are we that the very presence of God, when we walk into the church, any Catholic church anywhere in the world, when you see that tabernacle lamp on, we know that he is present. We know that that tabernacle cannot truly contain him, but that it is a place of reverence, a place that that beautiful ciborium that holds the body of Christ is there. That beautiful presence of God that only the angels and saints in heaven truly understand as they are celebrating at that altar in heaven, the continuous beautiful banquet of that heavenly embrace that we have such a small foretaste of here. And yet, if we could see with the eyes of the saints and angels who is present we would realize that it's not just a small foretaste, but that we are with him in this heavenly embrace in the Eucharist. Well, that's going to take us to our next song today, Panis Angelicus, the bread of angels. And when I wanted to record this powerful and beautiful traditional hymn, I wanted a true translation. And so I sat down with those beautiful uh, lyric in its original form written by St. Thomas Aquinas, and to take that beautiful Latin and to literally translate it into English. So that's what you're going to hear now. And this song Panis Angelicus, Bread of Angels, by me, your host, Julie Carrick. If you've just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I am your host, Catholic recording artist, author, and mission presenter, Julie Carrick. It is always a privilege to spend this hour with you, and especially this week as we celebrate Corpus Christi, the body of Christ. Um, For information about this episode and all episodes, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the site. The toll-free number is 1-888-880-6874. And we are here to connect you. And now today, I want to do a special gift. For the first 10 people who send us an email or call in with prayer intentions, we're going to send you an ebook of Savior and Sustenance just a little way of giving a gift today on this very special weekend as we celebrate Corpus Christi. And I want to truly share this book, Savior and Sustenance, with all of you as we also begin the Eucharistic revival. One of the things that I talk about in the book is that if we truly are coming to receive the Lord, we need to be properly disposed. We need to be properly prepared spiritually to receive Him. And the great gift that we have in the Catholic faith of the Sacrament of Reconciliation is the most powerful, loving, and healing thing that we can do for our souls, our minds and hearts to be prepared to receive Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Lord, our sustenance, our everything in the Eucharistic embrace. So if it's been a while since you've gone to Reconciliation I'm going to invite you to do that this weekend before you receive the Lord so that you are most well prepared, like I said, spiritually, emotionally, physically to receive the incredible presence of God literally in your being in this Eucharistic embrace. And to share this heart a little bit, I want to share with you the song, Grace, And this is one that was written, again, so much of the music was written from life experience. And the way that I share it, both in the books and in the presentations that I give around the country, is to share the stories of why the songs were written. And this one, when my husband and I had been through a great trial in our marriage, and we realized that we needed that healing sacrament of reconciliation if we were then going to reconcile within our marriage and each other and find that true love that we know is in there because of the grace of the sacrament. And this song, Grace, was one that we wrote together. So I want to share that with you now as the example of of seeking that great gift of reconciling grace and healing in the sacrament of reconciliation. From me, your host, and my husband, Kurt Carrick, the song, Grace. taken that time to truly be reconciled with God, I believe that as we approach the altar, the true meaning, the true presence, the true understanding of who we are receiving and why we are receiving Him becomes all the more clear. And there is another phenomenal prayer called the Anima Christi, that when we look at the beauty of this prayer, and in fact, a whole chapter of the book is focused in on this Anima Christi prayer, that when we look at those simple words, body of Christ, save me, because it literally did. The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world to give us his mercy and peace, and to give us of himself in the Eucharistic embrace, came by the greatest price spent by the greatest act of love the world ever knew, when he literally was nailed to that cross and gave his body as the Lamb of Atonement. So body of Christ, save me, because it literally did. Now I'm not going to do the entire prayer in verbiage because I want to sing it for you, but I want to at least do the next line, which is, blood of Christ, inebriate me. And that word inebriate is in there for a very specific reason. When we look at the true definition of the word inebriate, it means that in a euphoric sense, we come under the control of the substance that we have taken into our body. Think about that in the Eucharist. If we could all come under that and give our free will into the will of God for our life, how much better would our world be that we would truly come under the control in a euphoric sense, that we joyously and lovingly say, yes, God, I want to do everything that you want me to do. How powerful that that little line, blood of Christ, inebriate me, has such a great purpose. So now as I sing for you, Anima Christi, I just invite you to listen to these words And open your heart to truly begin to look at each and every word in their intent and how God wants to live in union with us, giving us the great gift of Himself in the Eucharist in the process. singing that prayer. Now, one of the sad realities in our world is that so many people who are Catholic do not believe that who they are receiving in the Eucharist is Jesus Christ. The percentages are dismal when we look at some of these Pew Research and, and other um, polls that have been done. But one thing that each and every one of the polls show us is is that those who more frequently go to the sacrament of the Eucharist are more sure of who it is they are receiving. It teaches us that the relationship with Christ is so important that we don't just show up at Christmas or Easter twice a year and expect that we're going to believe that this is Jesus because we're not in that Eucharistic relationship with him. And that's where the smallest number is, like 13%. Those who go once a month, it jumps up quite a bit into the 20s. Those who go every week, it jumps up much higher into the 70s. And of course, the daily communicants, those of us who truly want to spend that time with him every day in that Eucharistic embrace are the ones that are in that higher percentage of belief. Not that we're better, not that we're anything more important. We're not. God loves each and every one of us equally, but how much do we love him to take this phenomenal gift that he has given us of himself? So many years ago, a dear friend of mine, Rick Elias, wrote the song, Help Thou My Unbelief. And I had the privilege of recording this with Rick and to be able to to share the beautiful phrase, help thou my unbelief. God, help me get past anything that inhibits me from 100% receiving you, knowing fully that you are who you say you are in the Eucharist that you are the Son of God, that you are the Lamb of God, that you are our sustenance, that when you say, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. I need you, Lord. I need you to help me every day of my life to be in a, a life of grace, to be in a life that every day draws me closer and closer to you so that someday when I close my eyes in death, I will open them in your presence. That's what this song is about. Help Thou My Unbelief Written by Rick Elias And sung by me, your host. Father, you
0: know me The seed of your creation Made in your image With little indication of my power Was knit by your hands and born to a life I can't understand.
1: message right that if Peter who was at his side every day for three years could deny him when he needed to be supported most but where did Christ leave it right yes Peter denied him three times but how magnificent that he was able to heal that brokenness for Peter when three times he said do you love me yes Lord you know that I love you feed my lambs. It wasn't just a a metaphorical thing. He meant it when he instituted the Eucharist and then told his apostles, those, those early priests in our church, to be able to say, feed my lambs. It is truly with his body and blood, soul and divinity in the Eucharist that we are fed. So as you go to Mass this weekend, I'm going to invite you to look deeply into the face of Christ when you receive Him. When the priest or the Eucharistic minister holds up that body of Christ and says those words, Body of Christ, and we respond, Amen. I believe. I want to receive you, Lord, fully. What a magnificent gift that's going to be this weekend. And after Mass, Perhaps you're going to have a holy hour, or perhaps even though this is Father's Day this weekend, and I'm not going to leave the dads out, we are so grateful for fathers who bring their families to Mass every week. And fathers, I'm going to invite you to take your families to a holy hour this weekend. At some time during your festivities, Please go to your parish that has Eucharistic adoration and give your family the greatest gift that you could possibly give them, an hour looking into the face of Jesus. Happy Father's Day to the dads. But this Feast of Corpus Christi, this can be a day that is so meaningful if dads would take their families. And families, if it's been a while since dad has gone to adoration, give him the great gift of taking him to adoration. And of course, that's the song that I want to sing for you next. Adoration.
0: I come to offer perfect praise to you, to bring a gift of self to offer. Kneeling here before you now, I feel unworthy, Lord. My eyes to see To see you looking into me Into a heart that longs to love you Into these eyes that beg to see Into my arms that need your true embrace Into my hearing all my senses into every breath I breathe. eyes that beg to see into my arms that need your truth From You Kneeling here before You Lord, I know this truth divine You have set me free As You are looking into me Into a heart that longs to love You Into these eyes that beg to see Into my arms that know your true embrace Into my hearing all my senses Into every breath I breathe
1: When I heard the words that day in Little Rock, Arkansas, Julie, this is not a one-way glass. You're not just looking at me. I'm looking at you, and I'm loving you. And after the tears stopped flowing, the pen began to write. And as I wrote that song, Adoration, it was as much a gift to my own soul as it is that I, I pray that it is to others who, when we consider who we spend time with, that the longer we spend with Jesus in adoration, the more often we go to him in the Eucharistic embrace, the more likely it is that we are going to take him at his word when he says, my body is true food, my blood is true drink, and I offer it for you. And that's going to take us to the song now that will take us to the top of the hour. I take you at your word. A maiden fed. So long
0: ago, was praying in her room. Your messenger, who spoke to her, said life was coming soon. And with her, yes, she came to know. And take you at your word The twelve you chose Would journey through
1: Again, I want to give a shout out to all dads today as we wish you all a happy Father's Day, a blessed Father's Day, and uh, on this Feast of Corpus Christi, what a magnificent celebration of these two incredible days, that we thank God for the gift of life for fathers who are there for their children, and especially for fathers who are there for their children, teaching them the full truth of the Catholic faith. What a great gift dads are who will do that. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you.
0: Celebrating the culture of life, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Hello, I'm Joshua Stafish, a member of Modern Day Parish in Irving and a new sponsor here at KATH 910AM. I'm the co-owner of Absolute Painting. We serve customers throughout the DFW Metroplex, help them with home improvement projects, both interior and exterior, along with painting, drywall, foundation repairs, and other projects, large and small. I welcome your opportunity to prepare an estimate for your next project. You can find us at AbsolutePTG.com or by phone and text at 972-375-5100. Hi, this is Dave Palmer with a reminder to download the Guadalupe Radio Network app on your smartphone. It's very simple to do, and once you have the app on your phone, you can listen to a crystal clear signal of this station, KTH 910 AM, 24 hours a day, anywhere you are. If you have any questions about our app or need help setting it up on your phone, contact me through email, Palmer at grnonline.com. Sherry Van Branken, a longtime area Catholic, invites you to visit her website, CatholicPaperGoods.com, where you are able to download Catholic greeting cards, coloring pages, educational activities for your family or homeschool, art prints, and more. You can also find items such as ordination cards, sacrament invitations, and many items featuring saints of the Catholic Church. They're all able to be downloaded and printed from your home or other printing service. The website is CatholicPaperGoods.com for Catholic items for your own domestic church. CatholicPaperGoods.com.
1: Are you struggling financially and need help? Catholic Charities of Dallas helps individuals achieve stability and self-sufficiency through financial literacy, employment services, education, food programs, immigration legal services, refugee resettlement, disaster services, and permanent supportive housing. For more information, call 866-CCD-7500.
0: Are you a small company needing IT help? Is your computer running slow? Do you need help securing your network? Do you want the peace of mind knowing your computers are running optimally and securely? I'm Charles Gura, a parishioner at St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Kelton, and a sponsor of KATH 910AM. We can be reached at 214-702-6996 or online at pro-multis.com. pro scom We use our talents to help with your technology, so you can use your talents to run your business. KATH, 910 a.m., Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.